Welcome to episode 238 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you want to burn fat, gain energy, and enhance your health by changing when you eat, not what you eat, with no calorie counting, then this show is for you. I'm Melanie Avalon, author of What, When, Wine, Lose Weight and Feel Great with Paleo-Style Meals, Intermittent Fasting, and Wine. And I'm here with my co-host, Jen Stevens, author of Fast, Feast, Repeat, the comprehensive guide to delay, don't deny, intermittent fasting. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and jenstevens.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice or treatment. So, pour yourself a cup of black coffee, a mug of tea, or even a glass of wine, if it's that time, and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi friends, I'm about to tell you how to get three pounds of organic chicken thighs, two pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef, or one pound of premium grass-fed, grass-finished steak tips, all for free, plus $20 off. That's right, we're talking pounds of meat for free, plus $20 off. Friends, I love meat and seafood. My favorite way to get it is ButcherBox. It has been for years, and it's one of those things where I just sort of become more and more obsessed the more I use it. Especially with all the greenwashing that's going on today with meat and seafood, there's a lack of transparency, it can be hard to know what you're actually getting, and it can be expensive. ButcherBox addresses all of that. By directly partnering with farmers and fishermen, ButcherBox cuts out the middleman of the grocery store and directly delivers delicious meat and seafood straight to your door. And they have the highest standards. Their salmon, for example, is wild caught. Their beef is 100% grass fed and 100% grass finished. Their chicken is free range and organic, and it all tastes delicious. I love their chicken, love their meat, love their seafood. They have amazing scallops as well. And you can really find the collection of food that you want that works for you and your family. They have curated boxes, so you can get exactly what you want as fresh as possible because yes, meat and seafood that is immediately frozen is fresher than meat that is waiting out and never frozen. That's because it's frozen at its peak of freshness. It's funny because people kind of think it would be the opposite. Like, oh, I need never frozen meat and seafood. No, 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 no. You want frozen. You want meat and seafood that was immediately frozen and then shipped to you, which is what ButcherBox does. I eat a lot of steak at restaurants. ButcherBox's fillets are divine, way better than anything I would get at a restaurant. Their other cuts are amazing as well. With their seafood, I know I can trust them that I'm actually getting what they say because yes, there is a lot of scams in the seafood industry and their chicken also tastes amazing. It's free range and organic and tastes delicious. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner and ButcherBox has an incredible offer for our audience. You can have your choice of a weeknight meal essential for free in every order for a whole year. Just go to butcherbox.com slash ifpodcast and use ifpodcast to choose either three pounds of organic chicken thighs, two pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef, or one pound of grass-fed, grass-finished premium steak tips plus $20 off. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ifpodcast and use code ifpodcast to choose your free offer and get that $20 off. Butcherbox.com slash ifpodcast with code ifpodcast. And we'll put all this information in the show notes. One more thing before we jump in. Did you know that common ingredients found in skincare and makeup products can actually disrupt your endocrine system? These endocrine disruptors are a silent threat that can have significant impact on your health, including something that is very important to me, fertility. Your skin is your body's largest organ and what you put on it matters. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the natural hormonal communication in the body. It also matters during pregnancy. And that's one of the reasons I pay close attention to what I put on my skin while being pregnant. Studies have shown that exposure to endocrine disruptors can affect both male and female fertility. For women, these disruptors can lead to irregular menstrual cycles, ovulation issues, and even polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. In men, they can reduce sperm quality and quantity, making it even more challenging to conceive. But it's not just about fertility. When it comes to fat loss, one of the reasons 
reasons that endocrine disruptors can get in the way of fat loss is because a lot of our toxins are actually stored in our fat. It's a way that our bodies protect us from those toxins. These toxic compounds can even work synergistically, amplifying their harmful effects and making it that much harder to shed unwanted body fat. All of these reasons are why I am obsessed with a company called Beauty Counter. The founder actually started the company when she learned about the potential dangers of toxic chemicals and their link to health issues, specifically miscarriages and infertility. While pregnant, I make sure to only use Beauty Counter products. It's one of the only makeup lines that is officially recommended from the Environmental Working Group. What really sets Beauty Counter apart is their unwavering commitment to protecting us, the consumers, from the hidden dangers that lurk in conventional beauty products. Beauty Counter goes above and beyond, rigorously screening every single ingredient that goes into their products, ensuring that they are safe, clean and free from harmful toxins. They're not just a beauty brand, they're a movement for change, advocating for stronger regulations in the beauty industry. With Beauty Counter, I know that I can trust that the skincare and makeup that I use are not only effective, but also safe for me and my family. They have skincare lines for every skin type, as well as so many other incredible products. I absolutely love their overnight resurfacing peel. It's my favorite way to get anti-aging benefits in a skincare product. The makeup is absolutely amazing. I have tried alternative beauty products in the past and none of them truly performed. But with Beauty Counter, the foundation is so amazing. It makes me feel like my skin can breathe and it looks so dewy and beautiful. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% off their first order. Beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome. This is episode number 238 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon, and I'm here with Jen Stevens. Hi, everybody. How are you today, Jen? I am great. Long time, no talk. I know. I know. Like two weeks, maybe? Yeah. I was in Arizona for five days for a conference. It was amazing. I'm so excited. Anything you'd like to share about it? Well, I do want to share one thing that was really cool. You know all about the delayed on tonight's social network. I talked about the issues that we were having with technology and why we switched platforms, right? So we switched to a different platform. Circle is the name of it. And and gosh, it's been I think like almost a month since we made the switch to the new platform and started migrating, you know, different members over. For anybody who wants to know more about that, it's at jenstevens.com slash community. But this is what is so very exciting. You know, after we made the mistake and ended up on the wrong platform, by the way, the conference I went to was for healthcare professionals, wellness professionals, that sort of thing, and a lot of physicians there. But one of the main mantras of this community is take action, even if your action is imperfect action. That made me feel better about making a bad choice the first time. Take action, even if it's imperfect action, right? So that's what we did. We, you know, we took imperfect action, but then we were like, oh, we got to do something different. So we changed the platforms. But this entire health and wellness community announced at the conference that they are also leaving Facebook leaving it completely and going to the same exact platform that I've already moved to. It's so exciting for like many reasons. Number one, you know, we looked at everything when we realized, you know, the place we had chosen wasn't working out technologically. We looked at everything out there and I'm like, I really don't want to make another mistake because I owe it to the community to not make a mistake. So we looked at everything and this is the one that felt right to me. So I'm so glad that they agree. But the other thing that's so exciting is that they are very powerful in the health and wellness world, this community, and there is 0% chance they will allow the platform to be buggy or have technological problems. So I have now got the power of this huge group like they met with the founders. I mean, they're, you know, they're not going to put up with bugginess. So I, I just feel like all the, you know, the mistakes we made with choosing the wrong platform, the technological problems, all that, I just felt like this big relief, you know, off my shoulders. Like, okay, not only are we in good hands, but we've got the backing of a very powerful community that is not going to let it be bad. So, whew, 
Well, that is nice. That's very exciting. Isn't that nice? Yeah. And I was like, I just feel, I just feel like this is just, you know, felt like a new beginning. Awesome. Yeah. And so people are already loving the community community, and that makes me happy. It's been a relief because, you know, you don't want to bring something to people and then it's like frustrating because you feel so responsible, even though, you know, every decision we made was in good faith. I mean, we're walking away from a contract that was, you know, tens of thousands of dollars because it was such a bad platform. You just sometimes have to just cut your losses, but you just really don't want to make a mistake again. So anyway. The pressure is enough the first time around. So having it not gone well the first time, I mean, I can just imagine the pressure was huge to, you know, find the right platform. Yeah, the community was amazing. People tried so hard to connect on it, even with the frustrations of the having, you know, when you're trying to post on the live feed and it jumps and you can't even see what you're trying to comment on. People were amazing. And the way they connected, they had Zooms, like the people from England would get together and we would have coffee Zooms. So people made the best of it. And I am I cannot be more grateful. Awesome. But now we're somewhere good. <laughs> anyway, that was it. Sorry. So for listeners in the show notes at ifpodcast.com slash episode 238, we'll put links to the new platform. So what's up with you? Oh my goodness. So many things. Three really quick things to share. One, I interviewed, I already told you this, but we've been wanting to interview Rob Wolf on this show for a deep dive into electrolytes. So like, it's really crazy, Jen, how it worked out. We had him booked and Jen just happened to be gone. And so it's awkward sometimes for like three of us on an episode. So we're like, okay, I'll just, I'll just do the interview. We'll just do it. Yeah. It, it, it was exactly this, the right time because I was in a whole other state. Yeah. So it was perfect. And um, for two hours, <laughs> two hours, the episode is two hours. So for listeners, if you missed episode 237, definitely listen to it. And I already told Jen this, but I had an um, incredible moment at the end because I almost <laughs> started crying because I was telling him how, just how great, oh, I'm going to start crying now, just how grateful I am for him because reading all of his books, like reading The Paleo Solution is, it's the reason I changed my diet. And it's the reason I became really obsessed with how food affects our bodies. And then I just have been following him since then. And that was around 2012-ish. So I was saying that. I was like, I'm not going to cry. And then he was like, oh, well, I might cry. And I thought he was kidding. But then when he responded to me, he actually sounded teary. And so it was just an amazing moment. It was really amazing. So, But the episode was amazing. We answered so many listener questions. So it's not just an interview. It's, I mean, we probably answered like 30 listener questions from you guys. So definitely check that out. That was one. Two was I <laughs> I posted this on my Instagram, an update about Whole Foods Guy, and I got so many. People are so invested in this, Jen. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Slash he might be listening now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I teased this story on my Instagram and like 30 people were like, tell me what happened. So um, I, I went into Whole Foods. <laughs> I went into Whole Foods this weekend and um, he was there. So I just walked straight up to him. Jen, you're in my head now. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I, I walked straight up to him and I was like, hi. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I have to tell you something. <laughs> he was like, what? And I was like, well, I said, I'm still like super embarrassed about, you know, how I just walked up to you that time. And he was like, don't be embarrassed. And I was like, well, also I'm a podcaster. So I might have shared that story on the podcast. So it's possible that like 50,000 people now know about you. Um, so he, but I was like, don't worry. Like they don't know your name. Um, he thought it was hysterical and asked how he could listen. So that's so funny. Hello, Whole Foods guy. <laughs> He's listening. Uh, yeah. He was like, how can I listen? I was like, well, so yeah. So that's that. And then the third thing is that I have a, a super exciting announcement. I think I can announce this now. You know how with the serapeptase supplement that we were developing, <laughs> I'm going to have to text the guy making this with after and make sure this was okay. You know how I was saying that we've been researching all the serapeptases on the market and like all of them had fillers, like it's like sneaky. So we were trying to formulate it without fillers and we've been doing all these lab tests. And basically the issue... So I've learned so much about the supplement industry. Some supplements basically require 
there's two things. There's fillers, in case people are curious. Fillers, that's just to fill up the capsule. So like some supplements, the actual material, the active ingredient is not big enough volume-wise to fill up a capsule. So it needs a filler. Some ingredients and or some ingredients need a, what's the word? Binding agent. So it doesn't clump in the machine. There's a word for it and I'm forgetting. It's basically like a binding agent. And then some need both. And serapeptase needs, uh, I think it needs both. So it was really important to me to find, because a lot of supplements use sterates, which have been linked to toxicity, palmitates, which have been linked to toxicity, rice, which is pretty benign, but some people who have gluten allergies, you know, would have a problem with that cellulose often, but that can't really be used as the the binding agent. A lubricator, that's it. It's lubrication. So I was like, what do we do? So we tried so many things and I'm so happy. We're going to be able to make it with pure MCT and we're going to have to do it in small batches. Like they're going to have to like reformulate the machines specially to make this, but like pure MCT oil was the only thing I was really comfortable with oil wise. And we think it's going to make it, we don't know, but it might make it more bioavailable as well. I'm just, I'm just so excited. So friends, this is going to be like literally the best serapeptase on the market, the cleanest quote fillers, and the only one in a glass bottle. Okay. So that was long, but I'm just, I'm just so excited. And yeah. So if listeners would like to get on the pre-order list, because we're anticipating that it's probably going to sell out, the link for that is melanieavalon.com slash serapeptase, S-E-R-R-A-P-E-P-T-A-S-E. And we're going to do an amazing pre-order special, probably tiered. So like basically the first X amount of people who order will get it at the lowest price ever. And then it'll go up from there, but super excited. But really quick, what is serapeptase? If you're not familiar, it's a supplement created by the Japanese silkworm. You take it in a fasted state. It breaks down proteins that build up in your body. So it can address things like allergies if your immune system is reacting to protein buildup. So it it clears my sinuses like none other. It can break down fatty deposits. Studies have shown it can help reduce cholesterol, break down amyloid plaque, which is found in Alzheimer's, break down fibroids, It's an anti-inflammatory and it can rival NSAIDs for pain reduction. So things like Advil. It's amazing. I'm sorry that was long, but I'm really excited. Well, I'm excited for you. I know it feels great to be figuring it out and there's just so much to learn along the way, right? I know. I'm learning so much. So I'm going to make, I want to make all the supplements now. (laughs) If you had to make a supplement, what would you make? Well, I guess a magnesium maybe. I don't know. You know, that's the one that I <laughs> that I have taken regularly for so long, right? So and it's it's made such a big difference in my life, you know, with the sleep and everything. So it would be magnesium. You know what? That's actually this was not planned. That was perfect. Listeners, there is an ad running on this show for bioptimizers. And I actually just recorded it, so it's really fresh on my mind. And they've got a great magnesium. So maybe I don't need to make one, but they've got a great one. Well, that's why I'm, yeah. So literally the ad that's running, this episode airs November 1st and they're running a, um, go find the ad listeners and listen to it because it's all about their Black Friday special, which is- Oh, it's a good special. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good special and they're focusing on magnesium and they're giving away lots of free stuff. So check out that ad. You know, the other thing I would make, if I could make a supplement would be like- Essential vitamins, but out of whole foods. You know, the ones that are made out of whole foods instead of like, you know, weird synthetic things, you know, because we, you know, we get nutrients from foods. So I would, I would do something like that if I could, but things like that exist already. So yeah, now, and I know like, so obviously the supplements I take, you know, they exist and I take them and I feel well. I actually don't feel good about the serapeptases now. People are asking me now, like until mine comes out, like which one to take. And I'm like, well, now I can't, now I can't recommend any of them because I know what I know. That is one reason I stopped taking serapeptase completely. I'll be honest with you. Oh, really? Well, because I just was like, I don't even, you know, I'm very, very choosy, you know? I'm so choosy about what I will take 
And I don't trust. I do not trust. (laughs) You know, but like, oh, 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 I haven't said this yet. I actually got to meet Wade Lightheart face-to-face at the conference. He was at the conference. And so was Todd White from Dry Farm Wines. I got to meet him face-to-face at the conference. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm like, hello, Wade. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Melanie says hello. I know. Oh, wow. We drank Dry Farm Wine the whole time, by the way. Oh, I bet. That was the, they sponsored the conference and that was the wine they served. So only Dry Farm Wine was available. That's amazing. Oh, I love that. I know. It was so fun. For listeners, Wade is one of the founders of Bioptimizers and Todd is the founder of Dry Farm Wines. Oh, that's amazing. Ed Todd was running around pouring everybody wine. I mean, it was great. I bet. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was going to say was like, really the only brands I really trust are Bioptimizers. I like Thorn. I like Pure Encapsulations. None of them make a pure serapeptase, but I basically just want to make everything that I'm currently taking, make my own version. I don't blame you. Not one single bit. I mean, I might as well. Then I'll feel really good about what I'm taking. Well, because you'll know exactly what's in it. Hi, friends. So I'm sort of haunted by clothes. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that I love wearing all the new clothes all the time. And I know that that is not really sustainable and not good for the planet. That's why I am thrilled that there is now a way to get all of the clothes with none of the waste. And I'm going to tell you how you can get unlimited clothes with no waste for a month for free. That's right. I now have a website for both myself and you guys where you can get free unlimited clothes with free shipping, free exchanges, nonstop from all of the hottest brands. And it is so incredibly easy. It's called MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. We have so many incredible brands, including my favorites like BCBG, Calvin Klein, and so many more. Think like a hundred brands. There are so many options. And the way it works is when you get a subscription, you search through the clothes, pick what you want. They send it to you with fast, easy shipping. You wear it as long as you want. And then when you're ready for more clothes, you just drop it off in their prepackaged envelope and get your next round. It is so incredibly cool. They have multiple plans. The starter plan gives you two pieces at a time. Friends, I actually have a little secret hacked. Don't tell them that I told you this. When you get your two pieces, you can actually immediately go into your account, click return, and they'll go ahead and send you the next two pieces. So technically you can have four pieces at a time. You also have a cool virtual closet that you can keep stocked with everything you eventually want to order. So you never miss out. And if you really like something and want to keep it, you can opt to buy it at a massively discounted price. Friends, I'm obsessed. This is finally the answer to wearing all the clothes all the time with none of the waste. Oh, and of course, one of my major reservations was the cleaning compounds that they use on the clothes because yes, it is dry cleaning, which normally makes me nervous. And they don't say this on the website. So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, what's going on with the cleaning? What do you guys use? Because I can't promote this if it's just normal dry cleaning. And thankfully, they let me know that they do not use any detergents, fabric softeners, or chemicals that are harsh. Everything is professionally dry cleaned or laundered with detergents that are free from dyes and scents. It's all gentle and it uses low temperature cycles. So yes, we are good on that front as well. It is the coolest thing ever. And you can try it free for a month. Yes, completely free. Just go to MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com to sign up. Free clothes for a month. After that, their plans are super affordable. We're talking honestly, an entire month is less than the cost of typically what would be the cost of one dress. And I am not kidding. That's right. Unlimited clothes for less than the cost of one outfit. I'm just so thrilled to bring this resource to you guys. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So again, get free unlimited clothes for a month at MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. That's MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com for all of the clothes, none of the waste. And definitely share your pictures and tag me on Instagram because I want to see all the fabulous things that you guys are wearing. That's MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. Shall we jump into everything for today? Yes, let's get started. All right. So to start things off, we have some listener feedback. The subject is episode 214, binging question. And Carrie says, thank you so much. You answered my question about binging when opening my window on episode 214 and your feedback was wonderful. Side note, Jen, it's exciting when we get feedback saying that what we suggested worked because normally we don't, we don't hear back. So it's like, well... 
I hope that helped. <laughs> she says, Melanie, I listened to the Glenn Livingston podcast and I just purchased his book and can't wait to read it. What a helpful guy he is. Can I say a little caveat about that? Not everyone resonates with his book. Like I got a personal message from somebody the other day. She's like, I read it and and it didn't really click with me. She's like, <laughs> she's like is, is it just me? I'm like, no, it is the right message for some people, but not the right message for others, the way that he phrases things. It just, some people, it rubs them the wrong way and other people, it's exactly what they need to hear, right? So I just wanted to put that out there. So if you are someone who's read it and you're like, that just rubbed me the wrong way, that's okay. It's very in your face and it's a very intense approach to everything. If it works for you, it works really well. Like it can be a game changer. Some people need that kind of tough love, right? It's also a concept that may or may not even like work for people, but it works really well for me and it works really well for a lot of people. But if it doesn't help you, you know, I mean, it's like anything. Everybody's unique and individual. So exactly. But if you're somebody who read it and you're like, what? This is just no, that's okay. It's it's not the approach that works for everybody. But for the people that it does work for, it's fabulous. And I I think the Kindle version is either always free and or his website. You can always get it for free somewhere. So like through Kindle Unlimited? I think so. Yes. So I believe the Kindle version usually will always be free. I know it's always accessible somehow. So nothing to lose there money-wise. Back to Carrie's feedback. She says, I've been playing around with my IF window now. And on days where I am training more, I will open sooner if I feel like I need to. I typically have a window now from one to seven. Some days I fast longer and some days I open it at 11 a.m. I took Jen's advice and started to eat for fuel and look at food as fuel for my workouts and I now perform so much better. I eat lunch and dinner now and will have fruits and veggies in between to snack on, usually closer to when I open my window. Every day, I now open my window with a greens powder mixed with some electrolytes and one teaspoon of apple cider vinegar to help start the digestion process. This has helped so much in addition to playing around with the window. On days where I am hungrier, I just eat more and earlier. Not being as strict has helped a bunch. I'm 5'4 and will be 24 next month and I've gotten down to 130 pounds and I feel great. I do hope to lose five more pounds, but if I don't, that's okay. I might just throw my scale away like Jen, LOL. I feel great and have been swimming, biking, and running faster than I have in years. My clothes fit better, and I even fit into an old pair of size 2 express jeans from my freshman year of college that have been in the back of my closet for years now. I still do love my sweets, but I do not crave them like I did before, and if for some reason I do, then I'll usually go ahead and have something, but it doesn't lead to that binge effect anymore. Thank you both so much for all your wisdom and knowledge. You've helped me so much these past few years, and I am such a fan of IF. Definitely the lifestyle for me, and I am now trying to convince my boyfriend to do it. Thanks again, Carrie. And she said that, yes, we did pronounce it right the first time. Awesome. Shall we go on to our next feedback? Yep. We have something from Evelyn, and the subject is follow-up donating blood. Hello, ladies. I just heard my question being read on episode 229, then also the RN reply on 233. Thank you for fielding this topic. Ladies, you said you wished you knew what my experience was then after giving blood that day. My first time giving when they almost turned me away went just fine. I was fasted and never had any trouble. At this point, I have given blood both fasted and not fasted, meaning I ate a small breakfast so that I could honestly say, yes, I've eaten, LOL. Both ways work for me. I don't get dizzy or have symptoms later in the day. I like what you said. Do what's best for you. Once again, listen to your body. Also, dizziness is not about blood sugar, but rather blood pressure. Yes, that makes sense now that Melanie says that, but I was focused on the, quote, need to eat. The mission behind giving blood is bigger than my need for keeping the fast. So if needed four times a year, I can break my fast early or, like you suggested, book my appointment later in the day. What an easy solution. It was also nice to hear from the RN and her input, too. Again, ladies, many blessings to each of you as you continue this good work. Sincerely, Evelyn. Awesome. Well, I love this feedback from Evelyn. It's definitely really unique. I still encourage people if they are at all nervous about fainting that they do eat before 
especially since I fainted again, I'm really struggling now having fainted recently. I'm like so worried it's going to happen again. And like, for example, yesterday I, I did M-Sculpt. Have you heard of M-Sculpt? Not really. It's muscle stimulation. So it's the equivalent. So I, I'm doing it on my biceps and triceps. And it's the equivalent of 20,000 curls in a 30-minute session. It stimulates your muscle because your brain subconsciously limits your muscles from going to their full, there's a word for it, like basically their full potential of what they can do if you're doing muscle building. It, it bypasses that. So it's like a deeper stimulation that you could ever get doing it on your own. So it builds muscle just laying there. It was a little bit unpleasant and um, not something that would make you... I didn't faint, but it's not something that would ever have triggered thoughts of fainting or anything like that. But now that I recently did, I'm like, oh gosh, like I started feeling like a little weird. I was like, what if I faint? I need to like work with my therapist on this. Like, cause now it's going to be like a trigger. Now, whenever I start feeling like a little off, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what if I pass out? So you said you had not fainted, right? Nope. I've never fainted. <sighs> yeah. So I'm really happy for Evelyn. <laughs> she can make it. The feedback that we've been getting from most people have been people who successfully give blood. I don't think we've received any feedback from people who have fainted giving blood, but um, what's our official recommendation? Do what feels right for you. Well, you know, my official recommendation is I am not a giving blood expert. And so I would always just ask them, what do you want me to do? And I would do that. But if you find that you give it in the fastest state and it works well, I mean, who am I to say not to do that? also. <laughs> right? So that's what I always say. Because so I don't want to give you a recommendation and then you faint. You're like, Jen said, I could do it. No, I'm not saying you can do it. I'm not saying to do it. I'm not saying not to do it. Ask the blood donation center, ask your doctor. But if you do decide to do it, pay attention to your body. I and mean, they've got food there if you need it. Oh, oh, they do? Right? I think they do. Like they've got snacks if you need it. They give you snacks after you're done. They do recommend to eat before, right? Yeah, because she said. Probably. Yeah, I think they do. I'm never, ever, ever going to give someone the advice to ignore what a medical professional in the field tells you. Never. Even if I, in my mind, thought they might be wrong, I would not say ignore that. I might say try to ask someone else and see. <laughs> you know, That's what a second opinion is all about. You know, there are many things that if we ask five doctors, we'll get five different recommendations. And so, but the key is that they are the ones supervising you and they're also trained to do that. Exactly. I think you said that well. So that's my official recommendation is that don't ask me. <laughs> ask somebody who that is their job. <laughs> now, if you'd like to talk about whether you should have your child tested for the gifted program or <laughs> analysis of, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> By the way, Abel James just interviewed me. I, you knew this because I told you for his podcast, it's coming out near the end of the year at some point. He's like, let's talk about the gifted program. And I thought that was fun. Oh, really? You want to talk about school and education a little bit? Kids? Yeah. I love talking. No one ever asks me that. Wait, does he have kids? No, no. But he has a really wonderful like poetry book. That would be great to like read kids. Oh, no, I didn't know that. He is a great guy, though. Super nice. You said he was. You were right. He's like the guy where you're like, he's the nicest guy, but really. And then like when you meet him, you're like, oh, he really is. He's so nice. His voice is just cheerful. Like It's like every word sounds like a smile. I know. <laughs> and like, and his voice is like the perfect voice for like announcer type. You know, it's like just a very like beautiful voice. Yep. Anyway, he was so nice. And he had a copy. Did I tell you he had a copy of Cleanish? And I haven't even seen one yet. Yeah, yes. And Jen doesn't even have a copy. <laughs> no, I didn't even know that they were already printed up. And like, this is the early reader edition. But usually the author gets one pretty early and not other people. But I was like, let me see it. He held it up. It was beautiful. And he said he loved it. He loved Cleanish. That made me so happy. Wait, it comes out beginning of January, right? January 4th, yeah. Jen, we have to book you for my show. Well, I would love to. Okay. Making a note. Can they send me a copy of the book? Well, probably they can. Like <laughs> they could send it to Abel James. But I could, you know, I'm gonna be on Cynthia Thurlow's podcast soon. And she I was like, let's get Cynthia a copy. They just sent her the electronic version. But I mean, I could get you the electronic version anytime. But Okay. If I can get both, that'd be awesome. Cause like Yeah, there's something about a paperback. I like posting it on Instagram. Yeah. 
I'm so glad that he said he liked it. I figure if he hated it, he wouldn't have said anything, you know. <laughs> but the fact that he said he really liked it was a good sign. Awesome. Yeah. And what I really loved was I talked to Jen after that interview and we were talking about like the podcast high feeling because with my other show, I'm interviewing people like Abel James all the time. So I'm always getting this high. Jen got to experience it. Well, it's true. You know, I'm on a lot of podcasts, but this was the first time I had been talking about Cleanish. It was my first Cleanish interview. And it's, you know, I've been on other high profile podcasts, but this was a pretty high profile one. And somebody that I admired, because I remember him back from back in the day when he was on that TV show, My Diet's Better Than Your Diet. Did you watch that TV show? Oh, I thought he was on Fat Burning Man TV show or something. No, he was on a reality show called My Diet is Better Than Your Diet. And there were several experts with different diets, and his was intermittent fasting. Oh, yes. Now it's coming back to me. This was a long time ago, and he, he didn't, quote, win, but his guy lost more fat. Right? So <laughs> anyway, so I was hoping it would win, right? Because it was intermittent fasting. But we know there's a lot more to intermittent fasting than just what the scale says. So yeah. But I, I you know, that's when I first knew who he was, was when he was on that TV show. Awesome. So cool. So cool where everything is where we are now with everything. Love all of it. Yeah. All right. Shall we go on to our next question? Yes. So this question comes from Pia. She's from Finland. Ooh. And Pia says, too much fasting for my body? Question mark. Pia says, hi, I've been fasting for two and a half years, thanks to you both. Before that, I was always on some diet. I'm 42, even though I've never been more than maybe a little over five kilograms overweight. And I felt miserable. I suppose that did more harm than good. My fasting journey, even though I love this lifestyle, has been difficult since the very beginning. I have been all over the place and not found my long-term happy place. I started with 12 hours and very slowly moved to 14 to 15 hours of fasting. I felt great and lost five kilograms with that. After losing the weight, I started feeling off at the end of my fasts, get hot flashes, and started gaining the weight back. I decided to move my windows and started breaking my fast about an hour after waking up and felt better with a morning slash early afternoon window. Maintained, though. Since then, I have tried shorter fasts, 13 to 16 hours, and longer ones, 17 to 20 hours. I seem to lose weight after lengthening my fast, but quite soon feel off, get the urge to binge in my eating window, and start gaining the weight back. The binging feels physical, not psychological. When I fast longer, I also feel a dip in my energy levels, feel anxious, and get wired but tired when it's time to go to bed. That's the same feeling I get when I'm super stressed. Can it be that I have broken my body during the years of not listening to my body, and even 16 hours is too much fasting for me right now? And more importantly, how can I get my weight to moving down again without feeling burned out? I've been to the doctor. And I've been told I'm fine, according to the Western medical standards, maybe just stressed, if anything. I eat quite a healthy diet, although I wonder if I eat enough. Can you please get into the details of fasting when overly stressed and all things cortisol and hormones? I still feel so much better on this fasting struggle bus than before and want to continue feeling better and live longer and healthier. Thanks, Pia from Finland. All right. This is a great question. And I think, Pia, the real issue is not whether you're doing too much fasting. Just the words too much fasting are, are what I want to take off the table. Instead, I want you to focus on are you over-restricting for your body? Because I think those are two different things. You can do, you know, 14 to 15 hours, for example. No one would would think that that was, quote, too much fasting. However, if you are also not eating very much during the, you know, 9 to 10 hours of eating, if you're also like low-calorie dieting in a 10-hour eating window, that's not good for your body. So really, I want you to ask yourself, are you nourishing your body well during whatever eating window you're doing? And I would suspect the answer is no. There are three clues I highlighted in the in your question that make me think you are not nourishing your body well enough. First of all, you said, I wonder if I eat enough. If your inner voice is telling you that you're not eating enough, you probably are not eating enough, and especially nutritious foods. 
the urge to binge, that you said you're having the urge to binge, that is a classic sign that you're over-restricting for your body. And that wired but tired feeling, if I don't eat enough, like I was super busy the week before I went to Arizona because I had like, we had just launched the new community to, you know, open it up to people. And so I had a million emails coming in like all day long. I was recording a lot of podcasts because I was trying to get that done because I was going to be gone. And so I had probably, I don't know what, three days in a row of one hour eating windows. That's just how how it shook out. I did not have time to, you know, have a luxurious, long snack and a meal like I normally do. So I was like barely having time to even cook dinner, much less eat it. And I started to get that wired but tired feeling. And and that, that just lets me know it's like extra ketosis. I like the feeling of ketosis I get during my fast every day. But this would like be after I'd eaten even. Like if I don't eat enough in my eating window, I feel that wired but tired crazy. It's like ketosis goes too far. So it's like like ketosis, good, 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 good. Oops, that's too much for me. That's the way my body lets me know. So it lets me know that I need to to increase what I'm eating. So if you're having the urge to binge in your eating window, you're having a crazy wired but tired feeling that doesn't feel good, and you suspect you're not eating enough, I think the answer is you probably are not. Focus on nutrients. You know, prioritize. You know, I know Melanie talks about protein all the time. You know, your body may be crying out for protein. Maybe you're not eating enough of that. You know, increase your nutritious foods in general and make sure that you feel satisfied and good. You know, we can theorize about, you know, what your hormones or cortisol or all that might be doing, but, you know, we're just theorizing. We, you don't really know unless you start testing things. You know, we might say maybe this is happening, but unless you have it tested, you're not going to know hormonally. But we do know the female body doesn't do well with over-restriction. Of course, the male body doesn't either. As interesting side note, Melanie, it was so interesting. I was the only intermittent fasting person. Real, I mean, a lot of people at this conference were doing intermittent fasting. They just did it. That's how they live. A lot of people were doing it, especially, you know, the doctors. But when, when we introduced ourselves to one another, we all said, what do you do? What do you do? It was fascinating. A lot of OBGYNs were there, which was cool. How many people were there? It was around 200. It was smaller than usual just because, you know, people are still not traveling quite as much. But it, a lot of people, were they, they did a combo virtual and in person. So some people were participating on Zoom. So it was more than that if you added up all the people that were on Zoom. But whenever I would say, oh, um, you know, I, I'm an author and a podcaster, intermittent fasting is, is what I talk about. They're like, yeah, but what about women? Like almost every single person said, yeah. But what about women? And I'm like, well, let me tell you about that. And I, I told every single person that, you know, my philosophy is that for some reason we think that intermittent fasting is synonymous with the idea of over-restriction. And really, you know, you could over-restrict in any length of window, even if you're eating from sun up to sundown, if you're having tiny little diet meals and low-calorie dieting, that's not good either. So we don't want you to do intermittent fasting in an overly restrictive way because that really is going to be too much. Anyway, that's what I have to say about that. It was just so interesting that that's what everyone said. And then when I explained it, they're like, oh, well, that does make sense. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's definitely the question on everybody's mind. Yes, we are on the same page. And actually, oh, this is perfect timing, this question, because something I actually wanted to address Actually, I know you've seen my post about it. I released an episode with Walter Longo. What is today? This past Friday. It was all about fasting and the fasting mimicking diet. And for listeners who are not familiar, we have had Walter Longo on this show as well. He's the author of The Longevity Diet, and he is the head of, I think, the gerontology school. Or He, he has a position at USC, and he's, I mean, a renowned fasting researcher. That episode. <laughs> it's always really interesting to see when I release an episode what the response is and what, you know, what stimulates the most discussion. That episode has stimulated so much discussion and a lot of people freaking out a little bit because he advocates shorter fasts. And we had a very I thought it was a very nuanced discussion about it, but he's on the low protein train as well, which is just something I was thinking about in my head now. And it's something I I talked about with him in the show, which was 
can you get the best of both worlds if you fast longer, but you have a really a moderate or high protein intake in your eating window? Does that solve all the quote issues that he thinks that you might be seeing with longer fasts? And does it also, mTOR is a, I always forget, it's like protein releases or stimulates mTOR, which is a signaling pathway for growth and people who advocate low protein diets in part often advocate it because they say it stimulates less mTOR and less IGF-1, which can also be linked to aging. This is a long meandering way of saying, (laughs) well, I wanted to respond to that first because people keep asking me, what are my thoughts on this? Like, should people be fasting less? Which I goes in with Pia's question, um, which is why I wanted to talk about it. My thoughts on that is that I think all information is information. So like listen to the episode, see what you take from it. So listen with an open mind, take from it what resonates with you. But in the conversation, I do tell him my approach, which is longer fasting with a high protein intake. I really think it's find what works for you. And people keep asking me, am I going to change my fasting approach based on that conversation? And my answer is most definitely no, because what works for me works really, really well for me. And so for Pia's question, it's a lot of what Jen just said. I don't equate fasting with restriction. It doesn't have to equate with restriction, but if you become restricted in your eating, then that will be a stressor on top of a stressor and everything will likely become too restricted for you, especially I think women are much more sensitive to this. So my suggestions for you are actually really, really similar to Jen. So I would try one of two things. If you want to try the longer windows, it's what Jen said. Make sure you're getting enough in that eating window. And I really, really say like focus on protein. A lot of people find that if they really focus on protein, especially with something like this, where you have a shorter eating window, there's the protein leverage hypothesis. I've interviewed Ted Neiman before. We had Ted Neiman on this show too, right? Or just William Shufelt on this show? We had William Shufelt, not Ted Neiman. So in their book, The PE Diet, they really, really break this down and explain protein leverage hypothesis, which is basically that your hunger signals will continue until you satiate your protein needs and your protein requirements. I feel like that's true. Oh, I 100% believe it's true. You know, I don't eat meat every day, but I absolutely, every now and then I'm like, just like, I can tell I need to eat more protein one day. Like I can just feel it. And I listen. I had a lot of meat at the conference, more than I usually do. Everything was gluten-free and dairy-free, but they had amazing meat. It was all like grass-fed, organic. So I had just a lot of meat and veggies. Oh, nice. But then the last night, this is a funny story. The last night of the conference, I went to a restaurant with a friend. The conference was over. We were having a pool party. There wasn't really a like, dinner. So we're like, let's go eat. So it wasn't somebody that I met at the conference. So we went and ate. And she was carnivore. So she had a giant steak. <laughs> and I had, we got a meat and cheese plate. And she ate the meat off of it. And I ate all the cheese and all the bread. And then I ordered also French onion soup a caprese salad and ate the mozzarella. So I was like, apparently my body was like, eat the dairy, eat the bread, because I hadn't had any. But I mean, I just ordered what looked good off the menu, and that is what it was. Cheese plate, bread, French onion soup, and a caprese salad with the cheese. That's so funny. I know. My body was really missing the dairy and the the grain. The interesting thing for me is I always, I always need that hunk of protein. Like, I'm never not craving a a, a big whack of protein. Yeah. I got protein, obviously, in the dairy, and but that was what I wanted because everything was so heavily vegetable, 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 meat. That was it, vegetables and meat. And, you know, it was delicious. But I was like, I always order what sounds good off the menu. (laughs) I wasn't like, I haven't had any cheese. Let me get some. That's just what I was drawn to. My body was like, oh, I want that. I want that. And then when I looked back at what I ate, I'm like, that's kind of comical. Yeah. That is funny. So yes. So Pia, if you are, I'm just echoing what Jen said, make sure if you're doing a longer fast that you're getting enough in that eating window with an emphasis on protein. 
My second suggestion is if you want to keep in the shorter fast, which seem to be working well for you, but the issue seems to be that you're not losing weight on the shorter fast. We don't know much about what you're eating. You just say that you eat a quite healthy diet, but you could also try a shorter fast and playing with your macros and that might stimulate weight loss. Hi friends, an incredible fasting aid is coffee. Yes, I am all about the coffee. I am a huge fan of its health benefits as well as how it can support your fast and really help with energy and fat burning. And I have a big announcement. The brand of coffee that I have been drinking for an entire decade now, I am no longer drinking. There's some drama, there's some science, and I'm about to tell you how to get a discount on my new favorite coffee. So I've been drinking the coffee formerly known as Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Coffee for literally a decade. I do not drink it now, so this is not a Bulletproof Coffee commercial, but I started drinking it because I so trusted Dave and his obsession in creating mold-free coffee because moldy coffee beans is a huge problem and a lot of people can get health issues, brain fog, and crash after coffee because of the mold contamination. Dave has been talking about this for so long, so I really trusted him and I would drink Bulletproof Coffee, which I absolutely loved and loved that it was mold-free. Then there was some drama. Dave sort of got kicked out of Bulletproof. He might be going back. There's a lot of stuff going on with that. Follow him on Instagram if you want to learn more about that. He even talked about it at the recent biohacking conference. But in any case, (laughs) drama aside, he can no longer speak to Bulletproof Coffee as to whether or not it is mold-free. And he ended up making a coffee even better than Bulletproof Coffee, and it is called Danger Coffee, and friends, I love it. It's the first coffee that is not only mold-free, but actually can help you remineralize. Yep, that's right. Danger Coffee contains a patent-pending formula that actually remineralizes your body with more than 50 trace minerals, nutrients, and electrolytes. On top of that, it is super clean. I know people like to see organic labels. Friends, I have learned so much about the certification industry. And honestly, the best of the best is finding people that you trust who do extensive testing and third-party certification. That's what I do with my Avalon X supplements. And that's what Dave does with Danger Coffee. So with Danger Coffee, they use a process that far exceeds government and industry standards. And it is third-party lab tested. So you can rest assured it is free of mold toxins. As for the flavor, Dave selected these hand-picked farm direct beans for their quality, their superb flavor, and their elevated performance. I love the taste of it. It's much richer and more nuanced than Bulletproof Coffee. It's honestly one of the best coffees I've ever tasted, and it's so exciting to know that when I'm drinking it, I'm actually helping to remineralize my body. So that's right. If you want your coffee to contain antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, micronutrients, and help optimize your fasting, you want Danger Coffee. And of course, I have a discount for you guys. You can go to melanieavalon.com slash dangercoffee and use the coupon code melanieavalon to get 10% off. Again, that is melanieavalon.com slash dangercoffee with the coupon code melanieavalon for 10% off. This is my favorite coffee. Like I said, it takes some really good coffee and convincing biohacking health reasons to break me from my 10-year decade bulletproof coffee habit but sometimes you just got to upgrade. And by the way, this would make epic presents for people. This can just become your go-to present. Not only will people love it, but you'll be helping their health as well. Everybody wins. MelanieAvalon.com slash Danger Coffee with the coupon code Danger Coffee. And I also had a question about that because we don't know how much she needs to lose because I have run across people over the years, you know, through the hundreds of thousands of people in the groups who are at a very healthy weight for their body and yet feel like they want to lose more weight, but their body is not with that program, you know, because your body is not going to lose below a place that feels good to your body. So I don't know if that might be what Pia is up against. Like her desired weight might be lower than her body's happy weight. And it is always going to be hard to fight below that. So I just don't know. Yeah. No, that's a really important thing. She might really just need to stay where she is. The urge to binge also might be a signal that you're trying to push your body to a lower weight than your body is comfortable maintaining. So that's just another factor. You know, like if I had decided at some point that I needed to weigh, I don't know, I'm just going to make up a number, 115 pounds. Like let's say I thought I needed to weigh 115 pounds and I became fixated on that. I would never have been happy with my body and would have struggled really hard and probably felt terrible 
if I could have gotten to 115, it wouldn't have been good for me. I mean, that's too too lean for me. That would not have been a good weight for my body. But if I had really tried, I probably could have white knuckled my way there, but I would have felt bad and I wouldn't have been able to maintain it. Yeah. No, I think that's a really important thing to point out. So if that's the case and you still want to lose and or if that's not the case and you want to lose with the shorter fasts, my recommendation would be looking at the macros. So again, I don't know what a healthy diet is. That's a really broad term. A lot of people can experience weight loss if they go, and I'm going to use the word extreme, but if they go a little bit extreme with the macros. So that's doing a ketogenic diet that really actually is low carb. So you know it's got to be low carb enough to really be ketotic. And then if weight loss is the goal, and given the context of everything, low-carb keto diet without all the added fats. Because if you have all the added fats, it's going to make it less likely that your body is going to tap into your body fat. The flip side of that, something to try would be going actually low-fat. And by low-fat, not like conventional low-fat, which is 30%, but like super low-fat. So like 10% fat. And that would include no added fats some people find that that really works well. And even within that low fat sphere, some people find that the type of carbs they're having with that can matter. So, you know, carbs from primarily fruit versus carbs from starches. Some people don't lose weight well on starches. Some people do. So basically playing around with the type of foods within this quote, healthy paradigm can encourage fat loss when you find what clicks with your body. But all of that said, Definitely paying attention to nutrition within that, focusing on the protein, focusing on the essential nutrients, focusing on food quality. You basically want to, if fat loss is the goal, in my opinion, put your body into a state where it's getting all of the protein that it needs to sustain your your muscle mass, sustain your body's protein. It's getting all the nutrients it needs to, and by nutrients, I mean micronutrients, so vitamins. I also mean like EPA, DHA, things like that. It's getting all of that that it needs to do all of its body's processes. The only thing that is missing <laughs> is um, the extra calories slash fat. So your body is tapping into your own fat, or if you're doing keto, the carbs are missing. So it's making your body even more likely to tap into fat stores. And then you're not adding in extra fat. So it's really being forced to tap into those fat stores. I really should write this book, but write the book, write the book. (laughs) It's hard to write a book. It is. It is really hard. And then there's so much information in there. Like when I was going to be on Abel James, I was like, I better just like get some little things I can say. Because, you know, I could talk about fasting all day and all night with no notes. But I'm like, you know, I I need to have some notes about cleanish because I haven't ever talked about it before. So we have time for one more question. This is from Kathy, and the subject is tests. She says, hi, I've read all your books and listened to tons of your podcasts. I'm about three months in and doing great. I'd like to get testing done to check the different levels of things that would help me better understand my body and what works best for me. What are the names of the tests? What should I ask for from my doctor? Which tests should I order online? Is there a simple resource for this that I'm missing? Thanks and keep up the great work, Kathy. All right. So yeah, this is a great question from Kathy about tests and, oh my goodness. (laughs) So the world of testing is obviously huge and Kathy is approaching us just from helping her better understand her body. I do want to answer both that as well as people who are trying to figure out health issues because I think that's two different things. If you're just trying to get a good understanding of your health and your body, so a traditional doctor is going to do a a basic metabolic panel. That's going to include things like your liver enzymes and your blood sugar. And so a conventional doctor is going to run something called a comprehensive metabolic panel. You're probably familiar with that because pretty much every time you're doing a checkup and really if you're even if you're going in to test something specific, oftentimes doctors just run this because it's 14 tests. It's things that it's like blood sugar, it's your electrolytes, it's liver enzymes, calcium. It's basically like that picture. That gives you a, a general idea 
of very basic conventional medical standards view of what is going on. That said, the conventional ranges are not necessarily the ideal ranges. And what's actually kind of scary is the ranges keep changing as the years go on, partly because the averages are changing because our population is getting sicker. So the averages are like the average person is different now. So we get tested against a standard that probably isn't as strict or as ideal as it should be. That's why Jen and I love a company called Inside Tracker. They actually test you by ideal ranges. And then on top of that, they don't test just the comprehensive metabolic panel. They dive deep into the things that they think really show your true health status, your true quote inner age. So how old you are on the inside. And that's, so that's where I would recommend Kathy start. So like with their tests, in addition to what I just mentioned, they test things like HbA1c that Jen and I talk about a lot, which shows how long it's a better indicator of your blood sugar levels over a range of time. They do a deep dive into your iron panel. So things like ferritin and hemoglobin. I mean, what's incredible, for example, is I I got an iron panel done to check my iron and this was by my conventional doctor. And the this is so weird to me. So in the medical codes, like the normal iron panel does not include ferritin, which, sorry, I'm just like flabbergasted by this, but ferritin is the storage form of iron. So when I asked my conventional doctor, for example, to run an iron panel, it didn't include ferritin. I got back my results. I thought my iron was great. Then I ran inside tracker. They do include ferritin. And I realized, oh, my ferritin is super low. So my iron looks good on the outside, but actually maybe it's not. Then with Inside Tracker, they also check another enzyme called GGT. That's a liver enzyme that is specific to the liver because the liver enzymes tested by the conventional metabolic panel, AST and ALT, can also be affected by muscle stress. So GGT can kind of tell you if you have elevated liver enzymes where the problem is. Like, is it specific to your liver or is it maybe coming more from exercise or something like that? And then they test other things as well, like vitamin D. Vitamin D is huge for a huge marker of health. They test RBC magnesium, which is super important because that is basically a level of magnesium, your cellular magnesium. And when we interviewed Wade Lightheart, coming full circle, he talked a lot about the importance of the RBC magnesium test. And that's something that your doctor's probably not going to be checking unless you ask for it. So those are the type of tests that I would check. You could go to Inside Tracker and you could, you know, get that straight up or you could ask your conventional doctor if hopefully, you know, they're willing to work with you, you could ask for these individually and or you could order them individually through something like Let's Get Checked. They have a lot of really great tests that you can order individually. So we'll put links in the show notes to all of those services. We have amazing discounts for all of them. My second part of the answer was if you are struggling, so for people who feel fatigue and they feel like something is off and they feel like something is wrong and that's why they're looking for tests. In addition to everything that I just suggested, I already mentioned the iron, but I would definitely, definitely getting that iron panel with ferritin from whoever you have to get it from because that can be a huge source. I would definitely do a full thyroid panel to see if your thyroid is off A conventional thyroid doctor is probably just going to check TSH and T4, but you really want to check TSH, T4, free T3, and reverse T3. And then other things you could look for are things like blood mercury is something to look for to see if you have a heavy metal issue. And then working with a holistic practitioner who can really do a deep dive into things like gut testing so you can see if you have any parasites, or if you have a gut microbiome that's off, you could do a hormone panel, a Dutch test, which is a 24-hour urine collection thing where you basically see how your hormones are going all throughout the day. That can be really helpful. You can always check as well for things like celiac. You can check for... There's just a lot you can check for. And so if you are approaching this from a place of fatigue and feeling unwell, I would not take on everything I just said. I would not take that on on your own. I would find a a holistically minded practitioner, you know, an MD, a nurse practitioner, somebody who is 
on the same page about all of this, who can do super thorough testing and somebody you're comfortable with, and then, you know, go with their, their guidance about everything. But if you're like Kathy and you're just trying to better understand your body, see where you're at, I would probably start with something like Insight Tracker. Oh, and then last thing with Insight Tracker is you can also get their inner age and that will look at the specific biomarkers that are correlated to your inner age. And then it'll give you an inner age, like your inner age. And it's really cool because you can track it over time and it's a nice way to see if you're making progress. Oh, and then I forgot cholesterol panel, but that would be included in that as well. So Jen. Well, you were very thorough as I knew you would be, <laughs> but I want to throw out there Zoe too. I love Zoe. Everybody knows if you're, you know, depending on whether what Kathy meant, you know, the different levels of things that would help her understand her body. That's the wording that she used. Zoe helped me understand my body better than anything I've ever done. So you can go to jenstevens.com slash Zoe to read about that. And Melanie's done it too. You don't have your results back yet though, do you? I do. Oh, have we ever talked about the results? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. So next week. (laughs) All right. I look forward to hearing about Zoe. So um, we'll put a link in the show notes to all of that stuff. The Inside Tracker, the Zoe, and the Let's Get Checked. Fabulous. So, okay. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. So a few things for listeners before we go. If you would like to submit your own questions for the show, you can directly email questions at ifpodcast.com. Or you can go to ifpodcast.com and you can submit questions there. The show notes for today's episode, which I feel like will be super helpful because, oh my goodness, we talked about so many things and those show notes have a full transcript. Those will be at ifpodcast.com slash episode 238. And then lastly, you can follow us on Instagram. I am Melanie Avalon, Jadistian Stevens, and the Instagram is... I have podcast. Oh, and fun fact, when I asked Whole Foods guy or told him about the shows, I asked him if he was on Instagram and he said no. And he said he's not a big social media person. So that's good because I've been posting things <laughs> there. But um, yeah, good times. All right. Well, anything from you, Jen, before we go? Nope. I got nothing. All right. Well, this has been absolutely wonderful and I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Please remember that everything discussed on the show is not medical advice. We're not doctors. You can also check out our other podcasts, Intermittent Fasting Stories and the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. Theme music was composed by Leland Cox. See you next week.